You are listening to the Embassy Church Podcast, and here is today's message. God, hear the cry of our surrendered hearts. That this wouldn't be just an hour experience of us surrendering ourselves. surrendering in the moment, but lives of surrender, living in surrender, laying down of everything that holds us back. The things that so easily ensnare us. set before us to behold the prize. Jesus, you're the prize. Jesus, of this world grow strangely dim that the things of this world that have captivated us the things of the world that have gripped us the things of the world that we've been in love with would no longer be our pursuit that we hold but Jesus you the prize you be the one that captivates us you be the one that holds our hearts our affections surrender to the king and your kingship and your kingdom surrendered to your will like Jesus said in the garden not my will
Haven't you set my feet to run? Haven't you created me to run? Haven't you prepared me to run? Haven't you designed me to run? Haven't you ordered me to run? Haven't you organized my steps and ordered my steps to run? For in this moment we are destined to run. So there's a cutting away. And there's a peeling back and there's a separating that he's required of us in this time, but you need to know it so you can run. My church, you've been hindered. strengthened because the time has come for you to run so get up stand up separate come for the time has come
presence every time. It is everything that we need.
this. So now that you've taken it to him, say this, God, what would you say to me? What would you say to me? What are you speaking into that wound right now, God? somebody in the room right now who there's there's a wound and you know it is it's pain from long past and you've been running from that you've been trying to avoid it trying to get away from it and listen God's the only one who can heal this is wanting to bind up that wound in this moment right now. And I know you know right now that there's, that you can feel the pain of it welling up. It hurts. God is saying, let me in, let me in. situations, things that they could identify with me and they could say, hey, I, I've been there. I, I kind of know, but no one ever really knows. And there's been times in, in my life where, I, where you feel so alone in that pain. the pain you feel and there have been times where I've gone to God and just been like it hurts and no one understands and that's when you hear his voice so clearly I do I'm the only one that knows exactly what you feel what you think and how this has affected you So he's the only one that you can surrender it to. 
that's flowing right now. How deep, deep wells are being opened up that have been stopped for years, that there are deep wells that are pouring forth as healing begins to take place. Wells of creativity, wells of encounter, wells flowing that have been stopped up or dried up or now coming forth. receive this. This is the spirit of the Lord would say beauty for ashes, beauty from ashes. Behold the tender blades springing out of the ashes. War brings ashes. 911 brought ashes. Mass slayings bring ashes. But look and see the green shoot springing up. It's growing now, bigger and healthy. Look again. Behold, it's becoming a tree. Yes, now there is life. There is fruit. Yes, says the Lord, the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. Yes, says the Lord, beauty from ashes. That's my purpose. That's my purpose. And beauty for ashes from the places of our own ashes, our own pain. The Lord's saying, Oh, beauty will come from that place. He's good, amen? Wow. 
as a church in this moment, the Lord is really moving and shaking and doing a lot. And it seems like every day moves from one day to the next, and it's amazing. But you see God getting ready and, and putting people and putting things in place. And so as a church, I want us to, I want us to pray over some people as we put them in place. Joan, if you want to come up. that the purpose conference is coming up and and I know we're talking about something that is to come but just stay in that place because we're gonna pray for people but the purpose conference is coming up and it's for youth and young adults and you know that you've heard me say this many times that God put an emphasis on the next generation and this year just like focus on the next generation and so there came a time where we felt the Lord begin to do and something different and move and it's amazing story how it all kind of took place but I'll leave that for another time but as we began to pray as the Lord who do you want leading this next generation who have you anointed for the next generation and he began to give us names of people and so I'm going to ask for Lucas and Christine Louise to come up. Robert and Adrian, Adam Quiring, Alyssa Fritz, if she's here. I know she's been having trouble sleeping with a baby. Oh, she's here. She made it. Bless those moms. Come on up all the way up to the front. And Genesis, if you could come. And so in getting ready for this youth conference, we wanted to make sure that coming off of it, we had leaders in place. And recognizing that leading the next generation is difficult, and not because they're difficult. Because it's the next generation, and the enemy hates the next generation he always tries to stop that's what would that which would come up next and so as a charge to the church pray pray over these leaders pray for wisdom over them pray that they would have strength and endurance Plead the blood of Jesus over them. Because they're what will lead the next generation. And so I have a word first, but first I'll, I'll um, kind of talk to you about what we have. So our Alyssa, come over here. <laughs> For our youth group, we have, which are ages 12 to 18. These are our youth leaders. And we just felt like 
We felt like it took a team of leaders. But for what's coming, that there'd be vision that would be placed on each of their hearts and that they would support one another and run with one another and this group then supports this group as they get ready to pass on the 18-year-olds over to Lucas and Christine Louise. But this is when I, when I prayed. Did you have anything you wanted to say before I, I read what? Okay. I was praying yesterday. over the youth and the young adults and what God would say. And this is what I heard. I heard the word hope rising. And I just kept hearing the Lord repeat it over and over again, hope rising, hope rising. And so I began to pray into it. And he said, when the enemy endeavored to cause hopelessness, where the enemy endeavored to cause hopelessness to enter into an entire generation, I heard the Lord declare hope rise over them. But I didn't just hear the word. I began to hear the sound. It was the sound of a generation. And I saw where a generation had been muzzled, silenced. The enemy endeavored to steal their voice. I could see in the spirit them opening their mouths and hope was coming up as it was being birthed inside of them. It was a sound that was being released and I heard the sound of declarations coming forth declaring freedom to the captive. Recovery of sight to the blind and the oppressed being set free and there was a glory around about them that was so contagious. And over the leaders I heard the Lord say, you will impart hope. a word deep within you that I have planted that is for this generation. Do not doubt who I have called you to be. Do not draw back. Do not back down. For I have called you to lead and to impart and to speak and to love and watch as where the enemy has endeavored to silence, you will see a generation begin to get up on their feet and speak. And it will be contagious. And this is the verse that he gave me, 2 Corinthians 3, 11, verse and 12. But now, but now, we embrace the unfading ministry 
of a permanent impartation of glory. So then, with this amazing hope living in us, we step out in freedom and boldness to speak the truth. and Christine Louise and they will be over the young adults um, which is 18 to 26 and the beautiful thing about them is when we met with them to talk about it and see like hey what do you think about 
young adults, they were like, oh, yes. And then it was like, oh, wait, let us pray about it. <laughs> but you knew that it was in their heart. It, it was already in their heart. It's always been in their heart. And so, you know, when God just begins to place it on your heart and we sat down, it was like you knew this was... This was something God had placed a love for that age group. And then we have Alyssa. Alyssa, faithfully, faithfully, faithfully for years and years and years has showed up. When nobody else shows up, Alyssa shows up and has um, carried, carried uh, the youth, uh, the ages 12 to 18 for years. And she loves youth and she knows that she's called to youth. And that is one of the biggest, it is the biggest, to know that that's who I am called to. It's not just a place, it's not just a place of ministry, it is what I'm called to, is what makes you steady. And so Alyssa, we thank you for your faithfulness. Robert and Adrian, um, also like Christine, Louise, and Lucas, did the exact same thing. It's like, hey, are you interested in you? Well, yes. And then we said the same thing. Well, wait, pray about it. Because again, inside of their heart has always been youth. And they have always known that they were called to youth. And so we celebrate that inside of them. And I know they already have amazing ideas and thoughts but also they have a word from God that this is where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to do and that his grace is enough Adam acquiring he's been running the youth same loves youth with his whole heart and endeavors to see them one of his biggest cries is to for them to realize that they have a place inside the body of Christ and that they're loved and that they're loved yeah. and that they're not they're not you know when in their 30s but that they have a place right now genesis also the same endeavors to see the the youth have a place in the body a voice and recognize that they have giftings and talents that are needed now. Uh, Genesis has been a youth leader for many, many, many years and loves to teach them the word of God. So I'm asking you as a church to hold, this is a big feat, it really is. Hold them in prayer, pray over their families, pray over their marriages, pray over them and release them. Amen. Amen. Welcome a, them. This is exciting. Yeah. Word. Okay. A word for Lucas and oh. Louise. Sorry, okay. I, the Lord gave this to me earlier this morning, and I and I kept pondering on it. And all I got was originally was the word Band of Brothers. And I mean, I know that there's a movie called Band of Brothers, and I think I even watched it, but I can't remember nothing about it. But I kept hearing the words Band of Brothers, Band of Brothers, Band. And then the Spirit of God began to show me David and how he ended up bringing together a band of discontented, in debt, discouraged, disillusioned, disappointed people. And he turned them into an army. And I just really sense that there is uh, an anointing for you to take young adults that are all of those things and... 
I kept just seeing, I have this favorite saying, it's like trying to herd wild cats. <laughs> and so I just really sense that there's just going to be a lot of different flavors that you're going to bring together and you're going to look and you're going to say, oh God, how do I do this? But God says there's a supernatural anointing to bring together a band that will become unified. And oddly enough, Christian, you will be very instrumental in all of that. <laughs> I just, yeah, Great and I just hear that all. for Christine Louise, I just hear to get ready because there's a depth of revelation that God's yeah. taking you in the word of God. It's actually going to shock you that you're going to begin to open up the word of God and he's going to pour, I almost see him like pouring his words into your spirit and you're going to have a word in season and it's going to shock you. It's like, where's this all coming from? But God says there is revelation being poured into you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Okay, welcome them. <laughs> Thank you all. You can sit down. I got another. I, I can see that I'm not going to get to preach today. That's okay. Although it was really good and you're all going to miss out. Adam and Courtney, can you come up? Kleenex up here. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you're fine. I was thinking about me. I wasn't thinking about you. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. I have a feeling we're going to need it. <laughs> Just take it now. So Adam and Courtney uh, were over young adults. And uh, a couple of months ago, I, I maybe the beginning of summer, Adam and I were talking in the back and, and he said, oh, I, I just feel like, I, I feel like there's a shift. Like I feel like something's happening and I don't know what it is. And I feel almost not discontent, but irritated. I feel irritated. There's, and I was like, yeah, I, I believe that every time I pray for you guys, I'm feeling the same thing. And it wasn't long after that, that we got a phone call from a church in Nipawin and um, uh, the pastor called and said I, I believe it's time for me to move and, and pass this church on to somebody else and do you know of anybody and I said I don't know I don't, I don't know of anybody but I'll pray and get back to you and so I called the elders up and I said hey like I'm not going to throw out a name I just want us all to pray and see what we come back with and we came back with Adam and Courtney now what you must know is Adam and Courtney are from Nipawin and the church that called was the church that they grew up in the church that their parents or that Courtney's parents pastored So we met with Adam and Courtney and uh, again said, this is what's on the table. You pray about it. And said, I'm not going to give my opinion. You pray about it. And so it took them about a month of 
getting on their face before God, is this what you want? Because it's the most important thing is that you heard from God because when the going gets tough, you can't lean back on a person because when you lean back on a person, you'll say, well, it's your fault. But when you have that word from God where it's like, no, he said, go, you hold on to that. And so they got the word, go. And hard on them because they love this church family. Hard on us because we love them. <laughs> and uh, so we went down and we met with the pastors and the um, elders of that church and we just started discussing getting to know Adam and Courtney, asking them all kinds of questions. And the most amazing thing happened is the, the spirit of God just all of a sudden in a moment just hit. And one of the elders just started crying because she felt the presence of God and there was a connection that took place immediately. And so we were thankful for God for that because those are moments. And then a couple weeks ago, they went down to preach for the church. And then uh, the elders, of course, sent in their final, like, we, we want them to come. So there's a releasing. Now, we don't know exactly when. It's all kind of um, working on jobs and moving and houses and all that kind of stuff. So you'll see them around here for a bit. Um, but then they're going to move and they're still going to be a part of this church. They're still us. It's an extension of us. We still love them. We still support them. They're not leaving us. They're just moving to a different location. And so as I was praying for Adam and Courtney, immediately I got Isaiah 55. Verse 8 says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And I stopped for a moment and I thought, What are you saying, God? And I felt him say, Be careful not to plan out too much or try to make it too planned out. Because you'll try to orchestrate away, and he says, no, I've got high plans for this. I've got different plans for this. I've got different ways for this. And so you're going to have to actually move from the place of this is how it's going to go, or what if, or any of that, to move into a place of, okay, God, what is your heart, and what, what are you doing in this moment? But it's going to be different. And then verse 10 says, the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. And he said, it is the same with my word. I sent it out and it always produces fruit. And I read it and I thought of you guys contending for a word to go. And you got it and he said, it's the same with my word. It will produce fruit. And then this is the best part you will go out in joy and you will be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will burst into song and the trees of the field will clap their hands. Yeah. 
there is a rejoicing that is being heard in the spirit over Nippowin right now. And then verse 13 says, where once there were thorns, cypress trees will grow. Where nestles grew, myrtles will sprout up. And then this is, this is actually the best part. These events will bring honor to the Lord's name. They will be an everlasting sign of his power and his love. That's so in line with what the Lord uh, showed me because there, I really believe that there's been an assignment from the enemy, you know, the lampstand of that church, the light of that lampstand. There's been a real targeted attack for years of the enemy to keep that light of that lampstand. It's been just shining dim. And what I what I saw when I was praying over the two of you is I saw the lampstand become blazing hot. There you go. Yeah. But this is the this is the cautionary word because with every promise that the Spirit of God gives, there's always a condition that needs to be met. And this is what I hear, and it goes in line with Megan's word. Your tendency is that you want to crank up the heat and get that light going blazing hot quick. Let's just get there, Lord. Mach one speed. But the Lord says, <laughs> you cannot do that. And he says, listen to this woman because she has been given to you. And the word that the Lord specifically said is she is your governor. So listen to your governor, and she'll dictate the speed with which those my ways are higher than your ways, thoughts, mm -hmm. and creative ideas come forth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let's pray. <laughs> Father, I just thank you for Adam and Courtney. And Lord, in the flesh, it's hard because we need to release them. It's like when your children leave the house. Father, I just thank you though that you have so anointed this couple to be shepherds of the flock that you have set them in. So Father, I know that the anointing will rest upon them that as they step into pastoring, that you give them a shepherd's heart. And I thank you, Father, that the love for the people will expand and grow their hearts. I thank you, Father, for revelation, revelation knowledge to flow through them, that you will grant them supernatural discernment and insight how to meet the needs of their sheep and that you will give them the ability to create an incredibly safe place, Father, where Holy Spirit dwells and the anointing is thick 
and the ability for the glory to fall and supernaturally change their house, Father God, comes in overwhelming waves. Father, I thank you for the gathering anointing to be upon Adam and Courtney. Yes. That people will supernaturally be drawn to the light on the hill. I thank you, Father, that there is a glory that emanates from that building, and we know it's not the building, it is the people, but Father, I thank you that the anointing just is so thick that it just draws people to supernaturally come. And they say, what is happening here? Father, I thank you that it is a safe place, not only for the adults, but for the children. I thank you, Lord, that there is a, a supernatural growing of the children and the young adults. I thank you that you grant Adam and Courtney the ability to be able to minister to all ages, right from the seniors right down to the little babies. I thank you, Lord, that you give them the resilience and the ability to bring heaven. As we sang in that song this morning, Jesus, you brought heaven down. Father, I thank you that you grant them the ability to supernaturally bring heaven to earth. I pray for signs, wonders, and miracles to come forth in their flock. I thank you, Lord, for a good report. I thank you for faithfulness, Lord. Your word says that faithful, the faithful abound with blessings. And so I thank you that there is great blessings that come forth. There is great grace and great peace and great joy. Father, we just lift up their need for their home to sell, Lord. So we just thank you that you go before them and make the way for their house to sell and that you supernaturally provide them their, what they need in Nippon. I thank you, Father, that you bring people into their lives to lift up their hands and to meet their needs so that they can do the assignment, fulfill the assignment that you have given them. I pray for their children, Lord that in the midst of transition, that there would be a peace upon them. May they be excited for the new adventure that you're setting forth Thank for them. Thank you, Jesus. We ask that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I just pray over the word curses that have been spoken over this assignment, yeah. over the assignment on their lives, the words that the enemy has endeavored to curse them with. And in the name of Jesus, I call every single word null and void and will not produce what it was sent out to do in the name of Jesus, but that those arrows turn backwards in Jesus' name. Yes. Father, I just pray in the name of Jesus for any place in their heart and in their life where they have been slimed by those words, where there's residue, that there's a washing that takes place right now in Jesus' name. And in place of that washing, Father, there is a holy boldness to stand up into the assignment that the Lord has called them to do. And I declare over them that there is a protection over them and over their family in the name of Jesus. And no weapon 
formed against you will prosper in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for that protection and the leading of the Holy Spirit as they go out with joy and be led forth with peace. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, welcome them, hug them, love on them after service. We love you guys. Okay, let's preach. <laughs> 1202, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll save it. <laughs> we love you guys. Um, just as we're on the next generation before, before I close. I know that we've talked about the Purpose Conference a lot, and again, we do need volunteers, we do need people to sign up, for sure. But um, speaking of the next generation, from ages zero to 12 years old, there are ministries that go on every single Sunday here. That is just as important of a ministry that goes on there, that goes on here. I remember growing up in the church, I remember my teachers, I remember sermons, illustrations that they taught me from little, little to, you know, 10, 11 years old. I remember giving my life to the Lord every single Sunday. <laughs> because I felt the presence of, yes, I need to give my heart to the Lord again. But those were moments in my life that impacted me. And know that what's going on there right now in these moments are impactful moments. And because we don't see them, sometimes we think, oh, it's just a babysitting. It's not. These are teachers that show up and prepare and ask God, what would you say to these children? They pray over those children from young to old. But I have to tell you that we have a massive amount of children. Like sometimes the classes are 16, just one class. Sometimes more. And there's four classes. We have a really big need for people to help in the, in the children's ministry. Really big need. I've talked to some of the teachers and the leaders in there, and some of them don't get any Sundays off because there's, there's nobody to watch the children. And so I would ask that if, if there is a way, maybe, maybe you're like, hey, I can only do once every two months. Maybe you could go in with somebody and say, hey, let's you and me make up a half of a whole. I'll do one month, you do the next or whatever you could do. But if you can help serve, understand the children are so important. This is the next generation. This is huge. Sowing into the next gen. Thank God somebody sowed into me. Thank God someone sowed into you. And so if, you, if you're like, hey, you know what, actually I, I will or I can or do something to help, talk to the Connect Center in the back or you can call um, the church and we would appreciate, we would appreciate your help. So 
we are getting ready for the Purpose Conference. Thursday, uh, Friday, we'll be here all day setting up. It's going to be a massive production to set it up. So if you have time on Friday, come. Um, but man, most of all, I'm asking, pray. Pray over this, pray over this conference. Friday, Saturday, all day, pray over the, the, the people that are coming. Pray over the speakers. Pray over the volunteers. Just cover the whole thing in prayer. And it's going to be a, it's going to be an amazing time. And then on Sunday morning, Sammy will be joining us, and will be speaking to us. And some of you have seen him before, and he is a ball of energy. He is hilarious. I was talking to his wife um, just the other day, and uh, she'd asked if he'd sent me something that I'd asked for like three times, and I said no. And she's like, oh, you know, Sammy, you know, would forget his head if it wasn't attached. And then she began to tell me about a story of, or how quite often Sammy comes home from traveling, which he travels a lot, and he's forgotten his pants all the time. Just forgets his pants. <laughs> just like just a suitcase of shirts. Like, how'd you forget your pants again? I don't know. So <laughs> he's a lot of fun, but he also really operates in the spirit, and he can hear from the spirit of Lord very clearly. And he is just so much fun to have. Unconventional and a good time. So I hope that you join us on Sunday. Sunday. If you need prayer this morning for anything, or you want to surrender your life to the Lord, there will be people up here that will pray for you and for whatever it is that you need. We love you. Be released. Have a awesome, awesome rest of the weekend. Love you guys. For more information about Embassy Church, visit our website at embassychurch.ca.